undefeated this morning. Blake, how's the baseball going? Are you all done? No? <laughs> he just started again, no kidding. Well, I saw that you hit a couple home runs or a home run the other day and brought in a couple runs, didn't you? Good job, brother. Are you still pitching? Wow. Wow. Huh? Fall ball, it's called. Baseball. Yeah, I'm not going to stand up there when he's pitching. I've seen him pitch. I could see him hit me. No, no. <laughs> oh, I didn't mean to do that, honest. <laughs> Good to see Noah's here with us this morning, too. That's great. How are you doing, buddy? Good. Good to see you. It's good to have all the kids with us, isn't it? That's what we're all about this morning is um, celebrating the young people. We have these pencils we're going to give out to everybody this morning. We're going to bless them and ask them to be a blessing, right? Um, This pencil has been prayed over with you in mind. Keep this pencil in your desk or in your backpack or wherever you are. Having a bad day, hmm, just or just need some help in doing your work, you can hold this pencil in your hand, close your eyes, and know that God is always there to help you out. Now, it's unsharpened. It's unsharpened for a reason, to remind that you that as you learn and grow and sharpen your pencil, God is sharpening you in the same way. Be sure your kindness, love, and grace is always the sharpest. And and um, what would the young people need to know, especially today, I suppose, of any as any other generation, that they're not alone. They need to have help. Amen. And so the scripture that's on here is Proverbs twenty-seven seventeen: "As iron sharpens iron, so a friend sharpens a friend." And that's what we're praying that these do. Okay. So um, let's pray together and ask God's blessing upon these pencils today. God, as we uh, receive these pencils today, help us to know that, that you have been asked to, be a, to come and empower these pencils in this note that's with them. Um, I pray that it would last the whole school year with these young people to get it, with the adults that get it, to give it away. Um, and if we need to give it away, help us come back and get another one. But help us, Lord God, to use these pencils as a symbol of of your strength and love in our lives and how you touch us. Use these pencils, we pray, for your kingdom's work. We ask your blessing upon them. Lord God, we ask that you would let your spirit enter each one of these pencils and um, and give it um, a a special dose of your spirit, your love, your grace, your healing. For these young people, as they, as they go through this school year, whoever gets these pencils, that that's a reminder that we are to be in prayer for these, for these folks. Bless these pencils to that end, we pray today in Christ's name. Amen. Jim's going to come up and hand these things out, and while we're fooling around, he'll get it make sure everybody gets one. If you need two, take two, right? If you need three... Take three. We'll get more pencils if we run out. The scripture is, is Psalm 127, verse 3, uh, 4, and 5. It goes like this. Don't you see that children are God's best gift, the fruit of the womb, 
his generous legacy. Like a warrior's fistful of arrows are the children of a vigorous youth. Oh, how blessed are you parents with your quivers full of children. Amen. Your enemies uh, don't stand a chance against you. You'll sweep them right off your doorstep. Praise God. This is the word of God for all people today. Thanks be to God. Praise God. Um, so the idea today that came to uh, my heart and Stacy and I and others talked about it the past couple of months is that we would spend this day praying uh, not only for the, uh, just Keystone, but for everybody going back to college and, and so wrapping all this up, you know, and, and having these prayers for specific things. And that's what we're going to do. Um, um, but we're focused in on Keystone. Amen. Um, and the schools around us. I know Grace. Where does Grace go? Oberlin. Okay. Oberlin. We saw Grace the other day up in Oberlin. We were um, up there getting a haircut and, and we come out and there was Grace and she come running up and said, hi, how are you doing? I said, what are you doing here? And then we talked about soccer and stuff like that, you know, but it was great to see folks like that. But, uh, you know, the school system around here, but we're focused in on Keystone. We've got principal and teachers here, uh, administrative people. Thanks. Thanks so much for all you guys do. Gosh. And um, we've got folks praying for special issues and they'll tell you as they come up. Sue, you're going to come up first. The rest of you just come up when you when they're done. You just come up. We you'll see it. Hopefully, we've touched everything. I guess it's kind of appropriate that I lead off. Um, the first group I am praying for are the school bus drivers, um, and those are the people that normally most students see first on their school day. Mm. So a lot of times, how they're greeted, how they're treated by that bus driver, sets the tone for their whole day. So let us pray. As the school year starts, let us not forget those who provide extra services for the students. The first people to see most students each day are the bus drivers. Lord, keep them focused. There are so many things that happen on the road that are beyond their control. Mm -hmm. But also help them keep their smiles in place and their patience at the forefront. Let those eyes in the back of their head see problems before they become big issues. Bus drivers at different times need to be parents, teachers, mentors, referees, and friends. Lord, give them strength and a love for their riders that goes beyond being a job. Protect them and those in their charge. Mm -hmm. Be with them every mile they travel. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. And then the second group I am praying for are the custodians, the nurses, the secretaries, the aides, the kind of, the people that a lot of times nobody sees but those the students in the schools and the people in the schools. They're kind of the unsung heroes. You know, if we didn't have custodians, people. our schools would be a mess. And right mm-hmm. now with all the COVID stuff going on and the extra jobs they have to do, there's a lot. And then nurses that are having to provide find out, you know, maybe even look at a child and decide whether or not they have COVID or something. So they're, they're sort of, I feel like the unsung heroes and the secretaries that field all the phone calls about, you know, is school in session, what's going to happen, all this stuff. And, um, and the aides that work 
one-on-one -on -one with children during the day. Let us pray. Lord, a successful school year depends on so many people, as well as teachers and students are all the support staff, the custodians, the mm -hmm. nurses, the secretaries, and mm -hmm. aides. They often work behind the scenes, but still provide such valuable services. Help others in the school to see their value and appreciate them. Keep them safe, happy, and willing to help the students, teachers, and parents alike. Thank you for their dedication to their jobs. Mm -hmm. We pray for them in the holy name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Okay, Bill. Okay, now we are going to pray for the arts departments. That includes band, mm -hmm. choir, dance, acting, mm -hmm. and visual art. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Lord, for giving us all these amazing individuals. Mm -hmm. Guide them in these trying times. Yes, help them show their God-given talents mm -hmm. and hope these gifts will bring smiles to the faces and love to the hearts to everyone that sees it. God has given each of us a talent. It could be preaching, dancing, painting, playing an instrument. It could be anything. Help everyone find their talent mm -hmm. and share them with God's love. Open their hearts and their minds. Yes, Help them with all the tough practices. Inspire them mm -hmm. and, and walk with them and let their talents be a beacon of beauty and your grace. Yes, Amen. Amen. Next one, we are going to, I'm going to be praying for the dietary. Dear Lord, we pray for the aspects of the schools and the mm -hmm. home lives. Mm -hmm. We'd like to ask you to keep all the food prep people in your heart and mm -hmm. help them and all the students gain strength from the food that they eat. May their diets be healthy and help the body to crave not only academic knowledge, but the knowledge of your son's teachings. Strengthen the body to strengthen the mind. Keep all the food workers safe and help them and all of us to be better Christ-like. Give them your love and guidance. Please don't let anyone go hungry for food or knowledge. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. pray for the safety of our children and for COVID issues. Um, I wanted this one because this is um, something that's really on my heart a lot. We focus on COVID, but the kids in today's world go through so much more than just COVID. So, Heavenly Father, we ask you to bless our children and keep them safe from physical harm. Protect them from violence in our schools, COVID, and addictions. Guard their hearts from the devil's schemes and protect their minds from things that are not appropriate for their eyes to see and their ears to hear. Bless them with hearts of compassion for their fellow students and teachers. May they be kind on the playground and quiet in the hallways. Protect our children from gossip and bullying. May they know and hear your voice louder than all others. 
Godly friends are important, and we pray today that you bless our children with those friends. May their friendships be innocent and light, and may they be filled with kindness, understanding, and compassionate consideration for one or another. God, it's hard to let go of our kids and send them out into a world that is so unstable and so volatile. But you are bigger than all of our worries. You are bigger than our worst fears. Please send your Holy Spirit to quicken in our hearts as we seek you in your word and pray to you for comfort. Send your angels to be a hedge of protection around them each day. Remind us that our children are also your children and that you love them infinitely more than we do. Keep them safe and bring them home full of joy each day. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. I was asked to pray for administration and teachers, and I found a mask that said, pray, pray more, worry less, which I grabbed up because I know the first thing I did, I'm a retired teacher, I'm in that club now, but I taught for 30 years, 20 of them at St. Mary's in Elyria because that was the best place for me to not get in trouble because I could <laughs> preach about God every day. Every day I taught religion, and it was just... I was home when I was there, and I was raised Catholic and a Methodist now, and it was just the Lord has a sense of humor. He put me there, and they hired me there, and they took me, and they, they heard about me, and amen to that. But uh, our family has a lot of teachers. In that row over there is three. Beth teaches at Leary High School. She's math coordinator and algebra, and Nick is a principal at Avon Lake my son-in-law, and Linda teaches at the Early Childhood Center, and she nurses there too, and, and my daughter Kim has been hired there to be a teacher's aide this year, because Kim used to teach in Glenview Daycare Center, and she has a degree, and she's going to be a teacher's aide there, so it's, it's in our blood, it's in our calling, it's a calling, and the first thing I did when I started teaching is I got on my knees in my classroom, and I prayed. I remember that first time they said, this will be your classroom, and I went in, got on my knees, and prayed at St. Mary's. I remember that well. So praying for administrators, I want to thank them for all the unseen things they do. Nick had a short week in July, and I know he was on the phone most of the time, checking in constantly. You've done interviews and hiring over the summer. Beth has had to hire a math teacher. The nurses are scheduled, and they schedule, they schedule that in. And the back-to-school night, Nick already had it. And the open house that they plan and, and are done with are going to do. I saw students walking up to Keystone today with parents and the police, police uh, letting them, helping them cross. You're getting to know parents' administrators, and you're enrolling steadily. You've juggled classrooms and teachers. You've arranged for buses and food service and scheduling. You've had meetings with superintendents and other principals. You've met state requirements and you're planning drills. You've ordered teacher supplies and gifts. 
you're cheering others on positively because you're the role model. You've got funding for programs. You've had not much a break to clear your head. You've had to do all this. You're going to do teacher evaluations and observations during the year. It's, it's a daunting task. For the teacher prayer, all the unseen things that you've done with a short, people think they have three months and you don't. Yeah. You have a couple of weeks in July, seriously, because you've taken classes to improve yourself. In June, you're closing up a classroom and, and winding down and thinking of next year. In, in August, you're, you're already geared up into July. You're prepping a classroom. You're planning lessons. And you're doing your daily schedule, making sure the principal has that. You're pondering how to close that gap with those grade levels. I taught second for five years, third for five years, preschool for a lot of years, even before I went to St. Mary's. But when I taught third, you're making sure they're ready for fourth. And when I taught second, you're making sure they're ready for third and, and making sure the gaps are closed. And there's even bigger gaps now. And now you're going to plan to teach learning setbacks. And people are, other teachers are helping tutor teachers for that because the kids are behind. You have to become a computer whiz for online virtual things, and I found it very difficult, another shove into retiring, that I had to be a virtual preschool teacher. But I did stories and such, but I just knew it was time for me to turn, it, turn the baton over to the younger people. You have to meet state requirements. You did take classes to improve your skills. You prepared for that open house and back-to-school night as they introduced the teachers and let people see the classrooms. I don't know how they're doing it now. It's all different, but they tweak everything different now. Uh, you're getting ready for the principal required observations and classroom pop-in visits and walkthroughs that they do regularly. They pop in your classroom, make sure everything's okay, how's everybody, walk around, see the, see the kids, and, and, oh, what are you doing right now? And that's their job, the administration. And you... The teacher has learned the safety drills and routines. You get to know the students with activities planned. But you know you have to tap into being empowered by God to do these jobs of responsibility because it's a huge responsibility. As a teacher, I was a psychologist, a social worker, and a parent when they needed one. And I became a grandparent as I grew into that role. I was like a grandma. You're relieving the parents of a daunting task of being a parent. You're linking with them, helping with them, knowing that they are their first teachers and you are the second teacher. Communicating with them constantly as the principals do. You're supplementing the parents in anything they need. I remember buying shoes for a kid and all kinds of things. Do you need a coat? Learning from previous experiences, because those previous experiences will help the teacher and administrators take small, small steps toward positive, more positive outcomes than they've had before. Being a leader and an example, getting rest somewhere in between because you're going on lack of sleep so much, and meeting previous student, students. And, I, and the student that relieved my classroom was one of my students when I retired. And God has a circle going on there. She's from, she graduated Kent. I had her in my third grade classroom, and Madeline took over my class.
Mm. And she's, uh, yeah, graduated from Kent, and now she's gone on. Cause she lives in Shaker Heights, and now I think she's teaching closer to where she doesn't have to drive. But And someone else is now in the class for this year. But at St. Mary's, we had a previous student that was a Rhodes Scholar who is now doing cancer research. Brilliant young man that went through our halls. One of my previous students, John, is currently talking to me on Facebook and telling me he's going to get jets. Um, he's studying at the Naval Academy and unbelievably doing, I mean, but not unbelievably, he's doing very well, and he said to me when he was little that that's what he wanted to do, and guess what, he's doing it. And he went to West Point. John, who, who's from Illyria. But Lord, all these things that I've listed and mentioned, we pray for administration and teachers. It's, it's a daunting task, but with you in it, you're going to help everyone achieve goals. In Jesus' name, amen. I'm not going to, I'm not going to, uh, uh, over here, on camera, please, on camera, please. Don't stand on anything. I think that the people at home would like to see this. I am not going to embarrass our guests today, but I do want to point out that we have a couple of students in our midst. We have Bella here today, who is going into sixth grade at Keystone. We have Jeep, who's going into second grade at Keystone, and Come here, come here, come here. And Miss Jolie, who is pre-K, right? Oh, my goodness, growing up. Noah, come here. Come here, come here, come here. Come over here because you're not on Is everybody on camera now? Okay, good. Um, I figured you guys get a chance to see them in person, but people at home may want to hear this as well. Noah, what grade are you going in? Fifth. Huh, fifth grade. Blake? Seventh. <sighs> Look at how tall this kid is. Oy, oy, oy. Brooklyn. Fourth. Mm, fourth grade. You were just a baby like yesterday. <laughs> Kendall? Seventh. Seventh grade. Ninth. Ooh, ninth grade. We have a freshman. And Grace is entering her sophomore year um, of high school in Oberlin. And uh, you guys, these are our babies, and they are growing up very quickly. So you guys, on, I want you to stay here for a minute. Oh, and Hannah is a freshman this year? Whoa, freshman. Holy cow. Um, so you guys, I want you to stay here because your prayer is also a little bit of a children's moment that we haven't had in a while. So we're going to do that real quick. Um, Blake, can you tell me what this is? It's a bow and arrow. It's a picture of a bow and arrow. Our scripture today talked about arrows, okay? And... When you read all of that psalm, and it talks about how you, as children, are the arrows in the quiver, which is the thing that holds the arrows of your parents, okay? But that's also to mean that you are an arrow of God's, okay? And I want you all to understand that you are going to face difficulties. You, you already have. You've made it through 2020, right? Woohoo! However, you are going to face difficulties, even as you grow up, but especially this year, okay? And I want you to remember that 
What do you have to do to an arrow to shoot it? Anybody? Has nobody shot an arrow before? Pull it back. Oh, thank you, Noah. My goodness. You have to pull it back. And I want you to remember that sometimes it feels like you're being held back by maybe your skills or maybe by a ton of homework or maybe your parents are holding you back from something, um, especially as you guys get older and as choices come about and you speak with your parents about them and maybe the answer isn't what you want you're being pulled back a little bit further. Because when you pull back in a, a bow, right, you're preparing to let it go and let it fly, okay? So when you feel like you're being held back, remember this image of a bow and arrow, okay? And remember that as parents, as teachers, even as God the Father might hold you back from something that you really want, We're really trying to prepare you for something different, for something better, when we let go and you fly. Got it? Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, today, at this moment, I am lifting up to you all of the students in our midst, not just here in these four walls, not just in this community, not just in this county or state, worldwide. Our circumstances may not be the same, but we have all walked a very difficult path these past year and a half. And Father, it feels like things aren't necessarily going to get better, but we know that you're in the midst of all of these things. And I just, I'm asking you for a hedge of protection around these students, around these kids who desire so much to learn to better themselves, to prepare themselves for whatever you have in store for them. But Father, in order to get there, they are going to have to go through some stuff. It might be good stuff, might be bad stuff. But Lord, we ask that you help them all to remain focused on you. And the kids in the, this building that belong to this family here in this church, Father. Right now, I just want you to remind them that they have a safe space in this house of worship. They have a safe place to come, to talk, to vent, to cry, to share. They have a family beyond their mom and dad and grandma and grandpa and and siblings that they can come and lean on if they need it in the midst of this time of their lives, this educational journey, if you will. Father, for all of our students today, I am asking that you rain down blessings on them this school year. And for those of us, for well, not those of us, but for those kids who participate in sports, Father, sports are a great way to get out there and do something bigger than them. I am asking that if you play a sport, remember that you're part of a team. It's not just you. You're part of a team, just like we're all part of God's team right here. 
We're all part of something bigger than what's happening right in front of us. And I ask that you keep them all safe from harm, from injuries, from growing injuries, from the sprains, the twists, the, the breaks. But Father, help them to use what they learn on that team, in that sport, in their everyday life. And help them to be a beacon on the court, in the classroom, and beyond of your light and your love. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you. You can go sit down. <laughs> Thanks, Stacy. So the only people I haven't mentioned is Isabella. We're glad you're here today. Um, Kendall, we're glad you're here. Continue to do what you're doing. Callie, we're glad you're here. So I think I got all the kids now, okay? I know there's probably things we've missed, but God knows what they are. So as a finishing prayer, let's just ask his blessing on this school year, okay? Will you pray with me? Heavenly Father, we thank you for um, the things you've put on our hearts to tell you thanks for and to pray for. But for whatever we've missed, whatever we need to lift up to you right now, we ask your blessing. We ask your blessing on it, Lord. Empower this school year. May we say when this school year is over, what a great year. What a great year. All because of who you are in the midst of it. Bless, we pray, into your kingdom, your glory, and your praise, these students and everybody involved with them. We ask it in in your holy name today and all of God's children said, amen. Good.